At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, let me talk to you about American Giant. Uh, what dad style... Uh, you know, what dad style is one of those that you look at and you're like, oh man, that guy, he knows how to dress. It's not normally how you think of dads, but dads can look cool. Cool dads are out there. There's no reason you have to wear clothes that are tattered and old and low quality. Why not go with American Giant? American Giant, man, this stuff is fantastic. You're going to love it. And since Father's Day is coming right around the corner, now might just be the best time to introduce him to their amazing products. If, if he maybe hasn't heard of them already, American Giant was founded and the idea of making a difference with American workers, American cotton, and American quality. So much of what our country used to be, manufacturing products uh, that last seems to be gone, but American Giant is committing to leading the way to show that Americans can still make high-quality clothing right here in the U.S. This Father's Day, you can give your dad something comfortable and stylish to wear and support American business in the process. Buy American today at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn for 20% off. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Stu. Today, Glenn is on vacation. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. I tell you about gay days at Disney World, which is fun. And uh, also, Stu left out some important names. <laughs> Conveniently, left out because of his unbelievable bias. Some important names of people who have jumped into the race for the GOP nomination. Uh, we'll take care of that coming up uh, in one minute. Well, we've all had that anxious feeling when our cell phone batteries are almost dead. Uh, but, you know, if you're in a public place, you might look around for a free charging stations. I will say this. If you were looking for one of those charging stations, uh, the FBI is saying, don't, uh, don't do that, please. The FBI is recommending avoiding using free charging stations in airports, hotels, and shopping centers because bad actors have found ways to use public USB ports to introduce malware and monitoring software onto devices. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. We, you know, everything we do everything online right now. So you don't want to cut internet safety out of the budget. Get 25% off a subscription to LifeLock. It's the top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what is yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 
1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25, uh, 25% off right now. At lifelock.com, it's 1-800-LIFELOCK. All right, so Stu, you conveniently left out some heavyweights uh, that have jumped into the race or are about to, but I think most of these have already declared. Yeah, these are all official. I will say, I was just trying to make you laugh off the air. (laughs) But I will tell you. Now, people deserve to know that uh, some of their favorite people are now candidates for president of the United States. I'll give you some of the official ones we know about. Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Asa Hutchinson Mm -hmm. is in, Mm -hmm. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is in, Tim Scott is in, Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is in. Some considering, but not yet in, Glenn Youngkin, Chris Sununu, Miami Mayor Francis Suarez is talking about this, certainly making Mm -hmm. noise behind the scenes. And, you know, someone who might be considering you know vp pick the the mayor pete thing i think has inspired mayors mm-hmm. uh, across the country that can make an impact and who knows someday you can be screwing up transportation just like mayor pete mm. all across the country uh mike pence is going to get in this week uh rick perry is making noise about potentially again? jumping into the wow. race again uh he's Bra- getting up there uh yeah he's got to be he, early to mid 70s right third run or i think so yeah. i think so uh, Brian Kemp is another guy who's being uh, talked about. He would be a, a, okay. a serious contender. I mean, he said he's done a very good job in, in Georgia, even though I know yeah. there was uh, there was time where people weren't uh, on the right. were not so in love with the guy. Uh, Georgia seems to really like him. Uh, former Congressman Will Hurd, considering getting into the race. Mm-hmm. Chris Christie's supposed to get in this week. Doug Burgum uh from, g- north from north dakota is going to get in uh, this week huge uh, some other names just to throw these by you. um one of the first guy who got in of course we all remember uh cory stapleton <laughs> ex-secretary of state of montana oh wow he's going to be in wow he, well, he is in. okay the I mean, ex-secretary of state of montana, of montana. yeah he got Corey in cory stapleton, stapleton. mm-hmm might I or, or is don't, in. Don't is, I saw the Stapleton twenty four bumper sticker on your car, Pat? I saw it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I saw it when we came in. Uh huh. Then you have a uh, <laughs> uh, former Chester mayor of Texas, Floyd Petrie. Yeah, he's in uh, Chester, Texas mayor power position yep. right there. You've uh, got Mayor Steve Laffey, formerly of Cranston, Rhode Island, but now apparently in Colorado. He's okay. a, he's apparently in the race as well. And mm-hmm. then you have some you know well known. People like uh, William Farms. William Farms. Yep, of Ohio. Some people call him Bill. Charunda Fox of Charunda's Michigan. is awesome. Yeah, you're a big fan, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heath Gorney of Michigan. Nah, man. I was wondering if Heath was going to get in, and apparently it's now official. David Hers. Huh. Of, uh, of Connecticut. David Hers. Yep. You've got uh, uh, Cody Hoover of New Jersey. <laughs> Uh, Eugene Hunt Jr. of Michigan, obviously. Obviously. I know no word if Eugene Hunt Sr. is getting in. We don't know. Mm. We don't know right now. Okay. Um, Gerald Hennings the second, Again, is the first getting in or the third? We don't know. We don't know. But the second is in, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy Kinman. <laughs> uh, Travis Lang of South Carolina. Seriously, there's probably 150 names on this list of people that are in really already and and this happens every time you'll never hear from a lot of these people yeah uh but there are a lot of people who run for freaking president this is like when um who was the guy in the 60s late 60s early 70s i think he was on laugh-in he ran every year uh i don't know but some of these are just like almost joke candidates right but there are they are in in the republican party 
they are running for the nomination or are they independents or some other those are republicans there's tons of independents republicans wow there's also uh candidates from the american solidarity party Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Constitution Party will have yeah. a nominee. Again, the Green Party, the mm-hmm. Independence Party, the Libertarian Party, of course. The Life and Liberty Party. The Communist Party already has their candidate. Of course, that's Joe Biden. <laughs> I will say that's happened here. Yeah. They he, usually they run. endorsed him last time. Yeah. Now, there's multiple Communist Parties and Socialist Parties. Uh, Party for Socialism and Liberation. Mm-hmm. The, the Socialist Party USA. The Socialist Equality Party. The Socialist Workers Party. All will probably have candidates at some point. Also, the Prohibition Party, their ticket's set. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Now, who's, who's running at the top of the Prohibition ticket? I mean, I know you now. You were just asking that for the uh, audience. Yes. Yes, okay. Yes, obviously. Um, Mike Wood. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> and Vice Presidential Choice, John Petrowski. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. you think Prohibition, like... Uh. <laughs> Their main plank being alcohol should be Bring banned. back. Bring back the prohibition. because it works so well the first time. Let's do it again. I believe they're America's oldest third party. Oh. Uh, that is active. And wow. they have run a okay. candidate every single time. That's and they get like 300 votes, like nationwide. <laughs> it's fantastic. I just love the story of the prohibition party. All right. Uh, but there you go. So you got lots of choices. <laughs> lots of don't choices. Don't let people lock you into Donald yeah. Trump, you, you Ron DeSantis, or Joe it. Biden. You don't have to do it. No. You got hundreds of choices out there. Everyone loves to run for president. Are you in yet, Pat? Not yet. Not yet. But I've got an exploratory committee <laughs> looking into it. So No one ever has the uh, the Herod- Geraldo Vault moment when they have an exploratory committee. No, yeah. They all I, find I found something. out I've got no path, <laughs> and so I'm not running. No path No, at that all. doesn't happen. No. We opened up the vault. It was just completely empty. It never happens. Nope. You know, everyone always <laughs> finds the thing they want to find in the exploratory committee. So, yeah. Surprise. Yay. They said, yes, I'm going to, I have a shot, so I'm going to run. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, something else that you're, you're going to enjoy. It's gay days at Disney now. Um, it's pride month and pride gay month, days, pride month and the annual gay days celebration has been going on for years at Disney. And, uh, so people are heading down there. Uh, people, <laughs> people like Mark Stagall and Robert Motts, who said they knew they made the right decision to travel to Florida when they spotted a sea of people wearing red t-shirts emblazoned with the words, Say gay in front of Walt Disney oh, World, man, World's you, Magic Kingdom. You know that's you nailed DeSantis you nailed there. It. You nailed him. <laughs> he said, "Don't say gay." That was his he, big law. Except he didn't. No, but, well, no, but and the law had nothing to do with that. No, but, no, but <laughs> you, okay. you got him. You got him. You, you got nailed him. him. Mm-hmm. The partners from Galesburg, Illinois, have been coming to the annual Gay Days celebration for years, and they ultimately decided they were going to let travel advisories, new state laws targeting the LGBT community, and a bitter public feud between DeSantis and the entertainment giant keep them away. Uh, Stigall said, we're here because it's Gay Days. It's that simple. Disney welcomes everybody. Maybe the governor of Florida doesn't, but Disney does. So what I have to ask is, are there days during the calendar year Mm -hmm. where Disney says, you can't come here if you're gay? (laughs) Nope. Sorry. No. Today is not a gay day, so you are not welcome at Disney. That does not happen. I might be being a little broad here, but is there a company in America that... That says I you can't buy their so. product if they're gay. I don't I, believe they're. I, I, I think it's illegal. They would, frankly, yeah, they would so. point to you know whatever masterpiece cake shop. I'm sure, but he 
he That's sold lots of case, products though. to yes. gay people. He yes, just wouldn't he sell a particular, he wouldn't celebrate a gay wedding. Right. So I guess that's controversial. There's a few places that, that like suppose, I mean, mm-hmm. what, what, do you, what would you say the percentages of, of bakeries that would sell gay wedding cakes are? 99.9? Would you say it's I'd hi- say, higher? Probably. What do you got to, 99.999% of bakeries? Uh, would do that but of course mm-hmm. they keep these these gay couples just keep fighting their way pa- back to masterpiece cake shop <laughs> they just love those cakes surprise Yay, he my, wouldn't he do it again do, what again still what? he still won't do it again this guy <gasps> i had a pansexual <laughs> wedding cake i wanted to get made and this guy won't make it and he won't celebrate my transition day. Right. Uh, this guy. Right. You believe this? <laughs> this is a, like he like for some reason this poor guy just has the ultimate flavor combination for transgendered people. <laughs> yep. like, they just love Nobody these cakes. Nobody else can cakes. do it. No, no one else can do it. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But I mean basically mm-hmm. every every business in America mm-hmm. would welcome mm-hmm. gay people to come by. People like money. Right, they, if you if they do. if you happen to be gay and you want to hand people money for products and services, most okay. of the time they're going to take it. Yeah, you know that's the way this works. And I think any day of the year, it could it could mm-hmm. be outside of Pride Month. I it, thought it, only gay people could only shop in Pride Month. No, that's not that's, that's not, not true. true. That is not true. It's a common misconception. <laughs> <laughs> you can only shop during Pride Month. No, yeah, yeah no, you can. Like wow. if it's October, you could you, you can could buy actually, things. Yeah, and you could go to Disney what if is, you wanted to. Now. What about the de- December? Yeah, you, you can, can go to you can go to Disney. Wow, and, and you could shop as a gay. Person. They will allow you. In. They will allow you. They don't check your gay card. Not at all. Nope. What if they do? They <laughs> check your car for rainbow bumper stickers and say they, you can't pull in this not. parking lot. They do not. No. No. Mm-mm. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I, and I've always been fascinated by the Pride Month thing. And that I don't think it's a normal thing uh, historically. To name months after one of the seven deadly sins. Like, typically, that would be something you'd want to go. <laughs> Although, I, I have a, a couple of options here for you, Pat. Can, mm-hmm. I, can I throw run okay. these by each other? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, Pride, we know Pride is June. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, thinking of the other deadly sins, I think February would be Envy Month. Oh, um, okay. It, it's the shortest month. <laughs> yeah. Jealous of the other months. Yeah. So, we call February Envy Month. All right. April month, or mm-hmm. April, I would go Greed. Because that tax day, like the government's stealing all your money. Yeah. So greed month. Okay, I like that. Is April. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrath month was a little hard, but I went with May because May Day, communism, mm-hmm. they killed over a hundred million people. I feel like wrath is a good fit there. Seems to be. Yeah. Wrath month is May. Um, I, August is coming up, and all I want to do in August in Texas is stay inside in the air conditioning and like lay on the couch. So sloth mm-hmm. month seemed like a good fit for right. August. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. November, obviously gluttony month. Obviously. Right? You got Thanksgiving, yeah. you're, you're going into the Christmas lot. holidays, you're mm-hmm. going to be eating constantly, so November is gluttony month. Lust month was a little hard because, you know, we already have a month that's about where you put your genitals, which is pride month. Yes. Right? Yes. You're supposed to be prideful about where your genitals go. Right. So I think we have to combine, lust month is also June. Lust, uh, okay. lust month and pride month are June. And I think maybe you kind of combine them and just go with, call June thrust month. <laughs> huh. Then you kind of get the best of both worlds, I feel like. Yeah. You know, yeah. you get the pride for where your genitals go. Okay. And the lust for putting them there. <laughs> and you combine that into one wonderful picture of thrust month. That is wonderful. The month of June. So welcome to it thrust is, month. Thank you. Pat. Thank you. Good to be here. Yes. <laughs> we can all celebrate <laughs> thrust month together. I, I, I like it. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, Makes me comfortable. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, me too. I will tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think it's a, uh, it's a, it's an interesting time because it my is. understanding of Disney was they allowed gay people in all the time. I think that's the case. And that's, you know, because when you ask, well, when is it heterosexual month? Uh, it's always hetero month. Every, every month is hetero month. Well, can the same not be said about uh, gay month like the pride month because you can there's never a time when you can't go Mm. it would be illegal that would be illegal to stop people from doing that yeah and i will say you know a lot of people say oh what about hetero month i don't actually like that's a rhetorical point i don't want a heterosexual month i don't want my sexuality celebrated at disney world at all Mm -hmm. aren't you proud of it i would kind of like i hope you're not it's fine you know it's enjoyable all right it's a wonderful part of being a human being but i I will say (laughs) I don't need it celebrated around a cartoon mouse. Hmm. That's just not, uh, it's got nothing to do with that. You hmm. want to put hetero month in, uh, in, a, in a bar, mm-hmm. in a strip club? Yeah. I guess maybe it's an appropriate thing to do there, though I don't need it by any means. I don't <laughs> need all of my life choices celebrated by mm. days of the week or months of the year. I really don't. Weird. I know. That's weird. I don't need it huh. at all. Well, you're unusual. I mean, I think most people... Uh, really do yeah most wow. people do uh, we'll get uh, more coming up in about one minute really factor is the sponsor for this particular segment Donna wrote in about her experience with really factor she says I couldn't use my right hand because it was so swollen with arthritis I used to wake up screaming in pain even but I woke up this morning and my right hand isn't even swollen let alone painful I think I'll be able to start sewing again I'm amazed at this wonderful product. Donna, thank you so much for writing in and giving Relief Factor a try. I'm glad it worked for you. If you're working with pain in your life, I want you to consider trying Relief Factor. Maybe you've tried a lot of different things to combat your pain and nothing's worked before. And look, why not give Relief Factor a try? You've seen the difference it's made in Glenn's life and so many people here at The Blaze. The three-week quick start is only $19.95. It's a trial pack. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the 1995 three-week quick start. Again, it's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. And Stu for Glenn today. Uh, Giselle Barreto Fetterman, who, of course, married to John mm. Fetterman, former uh, Lucky mayor, lady. lieutenant governor, mm-hmm. now a U.S. senator, John. Um, she regrets how mean US, the U.S. political scene has become. Aww. And so over the weekend, in an interview on MSNBC, she said, I still hate politics. Mm. You don't want to hear that. No, you that's just, sad. You don't want that to be the case. They at hate all. it so much. They couldn't find a path out. You know, right? They were they right. were there. They were thinking, "I'm in this race, and, and I gotta stay. I've gotta stay, even, even though, though my, he almost died, yeah. and seems to be almost dying every time I see him on television. <laughs> right? Uh, we need to keep rolling him out there on a daily basis. I have Must. to. Well, you have to. She said, "I still hate politics. I don't know how I ended up here. I do." Yeah, you, you, you filed. As you a filed. Candidate. Yeah. And you continually encouraged your husband to keep running despite the fact that he nearly died, mm-hmm. had a debilitating stroke. And you're like, 
telling him, yep, you need to keep going. Yeah. Keep going. And He's the, fine. The second he was sworn in, he was wheeled off to a hospital for multiple weeks and didn't mm-hmm. do his job. And you didn't think, say, hey, maybe we should we should bail out of this. I mean, look, there's a Democratic governor. They were just going to pick another Democrat. You wouldn't even lose anything in the Senate. Right. And they still said, right. no, we, still. we must stick through this. We must keep going. But she said, and I think it can be very different, of course, the politics in America. Uh, and we need to elect the right people to change it. But it's just so mean. Now, she came to the U.S. from Brazil when she was seven, traveling with her mom and her brother without documentation, which means illegally she came here Oh, illegally. Wait, she, what, what, how do they describe that again? Um, without documentation. Oh, so like yeah. they didn't have documentation of their legal status? Like right. They, so they were yes. legally allowed to be here, but they forgot. Like no. when, when I drive my car and I forget my license at home, it's uh-huh. like that. I'm an undocumented it's driver. Really yes, not I'm allowed like to be here, and of course, uh-huh. completely legal, but no. I had forgotten my documentation <laughs> of the legality of, my, of that That's experience. the way they make it sound. It is. That's not what they mean, though. Nope. After 15 years of living in the shadows. Oh, my God. Yeah, whose fault is that? Giselle received her green card in 2004, became a U.S. citizen in 2009. She oh, that's married- She probably got the green card because she had been breaking the law for so long. Right. Well, she's been here for 15 yeah. years. If someone had just started breaking the law 15 minutes ago, maybe you'd consider uh, stopping them. Probably not. But maybe you'd consider it. But once once you've been breaking the law for a really long, a really time, long time, then you get the benefits of ignoring <laughs> yep. the law. So weird. That's what they do with all other crimes. It's so weird. Like if you're murdering someone year after year after year, if you're like, oh, this person's oh, been well, murdered, they, it's part of their life now. Yeah, they've done right? it since uh, since they were seven years old. Yeah, they've been murdering and murdering <laughs> and murdering. Now, of course, as a child, not maybe not their decision. I understand there's a gray area there that sometimes gets debated and is a big uh, hot topic. But like uh-huh. the idea that you're the longevity of time, like bizarre, that, so that, bizarre, that length of time being the. Dis- Discriminating, I don't understand the determining factor in between whether you you follow up on the law or not. Mm-hmm. It's like I I don't know if you weren't paying your taxes for a really long period of time every year. That doesn't make it better. That doesn't make that it better. That makes it worse, worse right? Every other a crime is worse, worse when you do it for a long time. Right. Not here. Right. Not here. It amazing. So uh, she talks about how the campaign quickly turned nasty. Uh, Fetterman suffered a stroke. After taking his seat in the in the Senate, he was hospitalized with depression. Uh, and she's been there pushing him forward every step of the way. Uh, but she described why she thinks that's the case that, you know, the right wing uh, criticizes her. It's because the right wing hates women. Oh. And mm. uh, particularly women immigrants. That's why. Wow. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that you're husband is virtually incapacitated and can't function as a u.s senator yet he's in the u.s senate that that's got nothing to do with it don't even worry about it agonizing absolutely agonizing the glenn back program see it seems like not that long ago when the third rail of uh, for conversation of business was the same as the dinner table religion and politics if you were a smart business, you left that stuff alone, and you just focused on making your customer happy. There, I love Jennifer Say's framing of this normie capitalism. Remember good old normie capitalism? Ah, mm. oh, I long for the days of just people doing what they did. That's gone. That's gone now. The rise of wokeness murdered that notion in our society, and we've been forced, as a result, to create a parallel economy 
for conservatives, for ourselves. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, ordering, uh, offering de- uh, dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, and so much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. You can keep your phone, you keep your number. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code BECK. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there as well. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today with PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 878-PATRIOT. Check out my show, Pack Gray Unleashed, every weekday, live from 7 to 9 Eastern, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcasts. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Glenn's on vacation this week. Triple eight seven two seven P E C K. Just a little bit of an update. I don't know if you, how much you've heard about the Thwaites Glacier. It's called the Doomsday Glacier. No, because Doomsday. Yeah, that it, sounds really bad. Well, it, it's melting so quickly that they think it is going to raise the sea level by ten feet. And by think, I mean they thought. They don't think that anymore. Okay, it's been but, updated. Oh, okay, ever so oh, slightly. Why is it twelve feet now? I mean, this I is unbelievable. These, these or fifteen or twenty feet. Yeah, because some predictions predict that the sea level is going to rise by twenty feet by the year twenty one hundred. Yeah, all the the good predictions say that. Yeah, all the you good know, predictions. That's the best case scenario. Right, right. Twenty feet. Twenty feet. And so cities like Miami, New Orleans. New York City, gone. I think they're gone. Topeka, Kansas is going to be gone. underwater at this rate. At this rate, you're right. You know, the whole, and I'm not talking about, you know, from local waterways. I'm talking about from the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans coming together. Well, look, when the Thwaites Glacier melts mm-hmm. uh, and Greenland melts, right? Uh, you're going to have these doomsday scenarios. You really are. And probably, yes, you're probably right. Topeka, Kansas will be underwater. From the ocean. However, uh, you said that it was updated. There's, a, there's an update. Is it worse than that? Yeah, Is it I'm, already underwater? Well, you be the judge. Okay. Okay. I'll be the judge of whether it's you worse. You be okay. the judge. Mm-hmm. So they were supposed to rise by an equivalent of 10 feet. 10 feet. Let me just write or, this down. Okay. 10, 10 feet. feet or 3,048 millimeters. 3,048 millimeters. Okay. Okay. Now, according to the study from Gudmundson mm-hmm. that was done just this year, it was okay. published online day before yesterday, scientists mm-hmm. now think it is going to increase sea levels by not 10 feet. Not 10 feet. But just under an inch. Just under one yeah. inch. One inch. Or it goes from 3,048 millimeters to... One to two. One to two. Millimeters. One to two millimeters. Okay, I'm just doing the... Yeah, let me just do some math here real quick. Back of the envelope. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, it's really close. I should should just warn people who are tuning in now. This is... I have not run a full model Mm -hmm. on this. 
Oh, uh, you know, this is okay. just something. We're, this is back of the envelope stuff. This is just a quick yeah. reading of the information I just received from Pat Gray. Uh-huh. Uh, so from 10 feet, what 10 they used feet. to think it was 10 feet of water, yes. or sea level rise. To 0. 0.07 inches. So not a full... Not a full like inch. An indi- Did indi- you put an inch? Yeah, no. Yeah, you said Good one gosh. inch. I gotta, no, no, no. I got to redo this Less whole thing. Hold on, hold on one second. <laughs> Again, you're, this is not a full model that you're... No, I just... Preparing right now. Okay, this is back of the envelope stuff. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm just working on it. All right. Okay. <laughs> You've got a whole bunch of calculations going on there. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like I, I right. could be, I, this could, I, I'm just going to throw it out there. This right. could this could be completely wrong. We, we could be, this model I've just done mm-hmm. could be off by, you know, a tenth of a percent or more. And oh, I, I'm wow. just, I, so I don't know. Because more you, than a tenth of a percent? You're changing things in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know how to do this, but I just, um, it seems to be less. Uh-huh. Seems to be less worrisome. That's 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 what the model is spitting out right now. This 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 initial rough model, <laughs> it's less dangerous. Le- it seems seemingly less dangerous before. than what's predicted. Now it's funny because hmm. every single time we hear about global warming, they say mm-hmm. it's much much worse. Than oh, we it's thought. worse than you thought. It's yeah. way worse than like, you thought. They told us we were all going to die. Within, but it's somehow worse than that. Within twelve years, yeah. and then and now we're down to because it's been several years since they said that. Mm-hmm. Now it's about seven years. Yeah. And by the way, they didn't say that. No, they did not say that. They didn't actually say it was going to be, the world was going to be over. As Michael Schellenberger uh, pointed out in his book, Mm -hmm. he went to the person who supposedly said it. Mm -hmm. And he said, why did you say that? And the person who supposedly said it said, I'm glad you asked me that because I didn't (laughs) say it. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. What do you mean by that? Mm. That means I didn't say it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That, right. that one didn't get as much press no, as the initial it did claim. Not. I, I noticed it didn't. Like there's a, a slight <laughs> difference in the amount of attention the claim received, and then the fact that the claim was completely made up. That was yeah. different. Well, it's a lot like this Gudmundson uh, study that mm-hmm. showed that it's not that the sea level rise is not going to be ten feet because of this glacier. It's going to be less than one inch. That doesn't get a lot of play. Mm. You're not going to hear that today on CNN. ABC, NBC, CBS, but it is a fact, and uh, they just found that out this year, and you would think that would be somewhat good news to people. I don't that you'd want to mention, hey, by the way, remember when we talked about a doomsday glacier? It's really not. It's really not. Mm. So don't worry about it. Yeah, it I feel you, like, you never get that. Yeah. I, it's, it'd be hard if you went back over the past couple hundred years and you were to talk about the most society-defining moment, discovery, you might say, you know, you might say something, anything from, you know, World War II, the creation of the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you go through a lot of different possibilities. I don't think you'd get to sea level rise for a <laughs> long time. Yeah, I don't think you would. And, you know, sea level rise, has, uh-huh. it's gone up a lot over the past couple hundred years. And nothing to do, I mean, a lot of it had nothing to do with climate change at all. Right. Uh, then maybe some of it has recently, you could argue, but uh, mm. I don't think really, not really a notable part of the human experience over the past couple hundred years in comparison to so many other things. And yet, what do we get? And yet, yeah, we just get the doomsday sayers. Mm-hmm. The doomsayers get all the publicity. And it, they've been doing this since at least 1970 and probably before that. And none of their predictions have been accurate. None of them. Like the West Side Freeway in uh, in New York was supposed to be underwater by now. Like I think by the year 2000 or something. 
And mm-hmm. I, I, there was quite a few people who drove on it today that I think realized, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that didn't happen. So what do they have like those those uh, yeah those landed sea vehicles? <laughs> no, that, no, no, like, no, just a regular like vehicle. A hovercraft? Are they, no, is that what they're taking no. on this road? Uh uh-uh. uh Also, you might have noticed the island of um, Great Britain is not underwater either, and that was uh, going to happen by two thousand, and that well didn't happen. So sure about that yeah i'm pretty sure Hmm. pretty sure you could call somebody in england just to check up on them make sure they're still okay and you know they're not treading water right now but (laughs) i'm pretty sure they're okay there's a when they ran these uh climate models years and years ago one of them was called uh rcp 8.5 i think it was and it's the one was the most disastrous like it was the it was the cataclysmic option of all of the Things that could happen, right? Mm-hmm. All the mm-hmm. they they ran a bunch of scenarios. Here are the outcomes we think could happen. Eight point five was the one that was like the oh, worst this case our mind. This scenario. is going to be really really bad. Okay, mm-hmm. so they did that, and they ra- and that was the one that got all the press. Of course, right? Like they course. didn't focus on like the 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 scenarios that would be you know not that troublesome. They mm-hmm. they 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 stuck only to the ones that would freak everybody out. Now in the interim, since that happened. We've had a lot of information that is filled in, and all of those parts of that scenario are now way out of the realm of possibility. Like, it's no longer possible we could get to those, because it was about stuff like how much, you know, fossil fuels we would emit, and and how, you know, uh, would there be any restrictions, and would coal, you know, quintuple, and, and all of these things. It was, it was a quote-unquote worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. Well, now there's absolutely no possibility of us getting to that scenario. Jeez. Yet the media and scientists, by the way, still use this cataclysmic scenario that was created years ago to explain every one of their climate horror stories because it makes – you can point to it and say that was a real thing. It was really in a UN report. Right. And you can make all of your catastrophic predictions seem even more catastrophic. So they continue to use this scenario, even though it is completely out of the plausibility that it could actually occur. We've already gone we're many, many years into this, and there's no chance of us catching that number now. Uh, but they still keep mm. running it and still keep trotting it out there. And when you base whatever climate study you're doing on that model, you get a catastrophic result every single time. And when... These guys who look at this stuff on a daily basis, scientists who are maybe more on the realist side, look at this and they say, hey, uh, which, let me look at it. Oh, let me uh, see. Oh, gosh, what a surprise. They're using RCP 8.5 yet again. Still, this Amazing. day. Amazing. They don't care. No, they don't care. They, don't. they want to just freak you out. And of course, the media makes it worse. But some of these scientists are in on it, too. They know what they're doing with that. The average person you know, reads a headline or maybe they read the first paragraph of a story. Mm-hmm. They're not looking any deeper than that. These people know what they're doing. They're manipulating you into into fear constantly. And again, in the world of unintended consequences, now they're starting to worry about solar panels. Uh, Solar panels are going to become a a problem, and they're going to become a problem really soon because they have a shelf life of at most 25 years, but really they start to lose their effectiveness and they become cost inefficient after 10 to 15 years so about the time you've paid for your solar panel that's when it stops being efficient for you and then it doesn't save you any money but because billions maybe two and a half billion solar panels are about to go out of commission 
Um, what are you going to do with them? Where are you going to put them? Where they're all going to be dumped into a massive mountain of solar panels? Yeah, and then they're going to, I, I don't know, be harmful to the planet. <laughs> I love that. I, every single time That's they amazing. come up with one of these solutions, they create a bigger problem. So... Uh, now, the deputy director of the International Renewable Energy Agency is saying it's going to be a waste mountain by 2050 unless we get recycling chains going right now, which we don't have any of. In the United States, there's nowhere that they recycle uh, solar panels. In fact, there's one place in the world that is starting, just beginning to recycle solar panels, and that's France. Uh, so are we going to send... We can't even get the freaking regular recycling right. I know. We're tur- it's all in the freaking ocean near China. Right. Where we <laughs> right. just ship it over to China and they dump it in the seas or burn it. Yep. But they figure by, uh, in just a few years, I think by 2030 to 2040, somewhere in that neighborhood, there's going to be uh, 200 million tons of solar panels piled up. That are just but rotting not, somewhere. You're saying so not 300 million tons. Not 300 million. It's not going to be as big an issue as the plastic industry, which is 400 million tons. Uh, but how long has plastic been piling up? So in much less time, solar panels are going to be a, become almost as big a problem. Uh, uh, amazing. Um, man, they, it's they're just doing such a great job with this renewable energy thing. It's going really well. More coming up in just a minute. You know, if you've been sitting in the studio with Glenn for a whole lot of years, there's a few things that you know Glenn loves. God, his wife, family, our country. But I think number four is probably his dog, which is why he's so happy he ran into naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, the founder and creator of Rough Greens. Not a dog food, it's a dog supplement that can help bring your dog's food back to life because dog food is dead food. We know how Rough Greens has uh, basically seemingly brought Uno back to life, or at least will at least make him eat his food. It's hard to live without food. Um, but Rough Greens, he absolutely loves and has brought him back to life. He's running around like crazy. He's a great dog. And I know uh, when, you, when you have a dog that you love, all you want to do is the best for him. And you can do the best with Rough Greens. If your dog is struggling with low energy like Uno was, achy joints, you know, like he wouldn't eat like Uno wouldn't eat, maybe has bad breath, uh, digestive issues, you need to take Dr. Black up on his offer for a free jumpstart trial right now. All you have to do is cover the shipping. You don't have to change your dog's food. Just sprinkle on a scoop of Rough Greens every day. Order your free jumpstart trial bag at roughgreens.com slash Glenn or call 833-GLEN33. It's roughgreens.com or 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, roughgreens.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Back Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, this is a darn shame, and who could have seen this coming? Portland is losing population. They're apparently hemorrhaging people out of the city. No. Some say it's due to a massive crime surge. What? <laughs> no. Really? People don't appreciate living in a crime-riddled city where they're 
officials, where the authorities aren't doing anything about it? That's sad. What are you, so picky that you, you want to be safe in your town? Jeez, that's disgusting. No, that's really what it is. It's racist. That's what it is. You know, it's, it's yeah. exactly what it. Thank you. It's transphobic. Thank you. I'll tell you that much. Thank you. <laughs> you know, what I don't about know. homophobic and yeah. bigoted? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, phobic, phobe, right? Phobe, phobe. Yes, it's phobe phobic. Exactly. And this, uh, hate mongerish. You know, just mongers who deal in hate. This is the thing. People don't <clears throat> want to be stabbed by people who don't look like them. They'll. <laughs> These white residents of Portland are fine being stabbed by a white person. Right. But they don't want it from another uh, Another race or or maybe another sexual orientation, Pat. Wow. Like if they're getting uh, stabbed by a a transgendered person, they become transphobic. (sighs) Like they become afraid afraid. of that person stabbing them Uh in some way. As if a trans person would ever do anything wrong. You know that wouldn't happen, right. though, I mean, if someone's if a transphobic <laughs> or a trans person stabs another person, then it uh, is a justified stabbing. Uh, yes, because they were probably being phobed against. Right. They, <laughs> phobed yes. at the time. Yeah. There's and a guy, so it's completely understandable. There's a guy I had on uh, recently who was writing a book about this claim that constantly is out there that... People who are uh, transgendered are much more likely to be murdered. You know, this you hear what? this all the time. All like, the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. People are always like, oh, gosh, this violence. You know, one of the reasons the arguments for these like uh, gender affirming care and everything is they won't commit. This will stop them from commit su- committing suicide, which, of course, is not true. Mm-hmm. But also if it, it creates a healing environment so that violence against trans people the, the rates are so high, and we must. These are literal lies mm. we're talking about. He went through literally every single trans murder over the past, like, couple of decades. And what he found was, almost exclusively, they were trans people who were murdered yeah. by Johns who believed they were getting the other gender in a prostitution exchange. Oh, wow. Right? Like, you you go you go to get a prostitute or okay. some sexual interaction. Uh-huh. You think you're getting one package down there, you're getting the other one. And oh, that's where the, the overwhelming yeah, majority of the murders come from. Incredible. The Glenn Beck Program. 